constantly searching for significance. And I am finding that there are many things that are not significant, and there are many things that are significant that you don't choose to tell me. Oh, that's his whole life. And it is disorienting? Disorienting? I feel disoriented. I feel, uh, yeah, I would say I feel a little disoriented. I'm not sure what's important and what isn't important and what is important that you're not telling me. And those three factors are whirling around my head. Seven tenths. This is At The Nexus, episode 31, completely superfluous, on Friday, June 29th, 2012. And now, with more hobbies like yoga and terrorism. <laughs> hey, how's it going? It's good. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm glad. Yeah. Big week? Pretty big. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff happened this week. Yeah. Yeah, lots and lots. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard we got a guest today. Yes, we do have a guest today. Yeah. I think it's your opportunity to introduce her. Okay, this is my sister, Ellie. Hello, I am Ellie. I am the sister. <laughs> um, and what do you do, Ellie? I I do lots of things. Um, primarily, I sit at home in my apartment with my cat. Oh. That is what I have been doing the most of lately. And um, I heard you're going to school and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to school to be a special ed teacher, and I also recently got hired by Brugger's Bagel, so I will now be a bagel lady in addition to sitting in my apartment with my cat. Well, sounds like quite a, quite a good job. Yeah, I've got a really good life. Cool. Awesome. No terrorism? No anything on the sides? Um, well, you know, I'm trying to leave myself some hobbies, like, in the future, because I feel like, Mm. uh, and yoga, yoga is in this category also, Uh, yoga and terrorism, and um, also, you know, Tai Chi, I'm going to do Tai Chi after yoga. I mean, I've got this whole big, long plan, um, which actually, it ends, if you'd like to hear it, it ends with me taking over the nursing home. I'm going to go to a nursing home 15 years early, you know, while I still got some kick left in me. And, um, yeah, I'm going to take it over. I'm going to have everybody taxing them for their, their, their jello cups. And um, I'm really excited about the future. Uh, I'm glad to hear this. This is the first time I've heard your plans for the future. I suppose cool. I've never had an opportunity no, to, no, for us to, the two of us to sit down and talk about that. No, but, yeah, yeah, good... yeah, yeah. That's quite cool. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, and um, for those of you who, t- who tuned in last week... Um, as you know, I was in Canada last week. And um, we, last week we had two other guests. So, yeah. Um, so this is your first week back. Yes, yeah, my first week back. At the Nexus. Yeah, yeah. And um, I just want to say, I was in Canada fishing. I was fishing. I did not. I brought a fishing rod across the border, along with some spare clothes and some fishing tackle and some food. N- nowhere in my possession were any firearms, grenades, mortars, and what else did you say I was smuggling? I don't know. Um. Yeah, I did, I did not do any of the things I was charged with last week. Why does week. it sound like you're reading off like a note card or something? Because I had to make this fake argument. So I was doing inventory when I got back, and um, I noticed I was missing a grenade. I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh, this is really, really, really bad. I don't know where this grenade was. Um, turns up I was sitting on it. Oh, good. Because, <laughs> oh, my God, what a terrifying situation. Yeah, I know. I was like, did I leave it in Canada, or what happened? Uh, so, was it a, one of those real grenades? Or no, it was, uh, it was a smoke grenade. Okay. Um, they're, they're very cool. Um, yeah. I, I heard uh, my other sister, the professional Russian, um, dropped a smoke grenade in your window well yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I, I heard about that, too. I, 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 I thought... Well, that was yesterday. Oh, two days ago, my bad. Okay. Sorry. Well, I thought I was about to catch the drug smuggling people who live next door or something, but it turns out it was just you. Yeah. I was disappointed. It wasn't me, it was my sister. And by your sister, you mean you. Just because I was filming her and encouraging her to do it doesn't mean it had anything to do with it. Uh, Okay. That seems legitimate. You, You keep telling yourself that. I, I, don't worry, I will. Oh, I know. Self-improvement through self-delusion. Yes, yes, that's your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I heard there's a lot of news going on this week. Some I.O. stuff and some other stuff. Mostly just some other stuff. stuff. Yeah, a lot of, lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot of news going on this week. So, want to start us off? Yeah, so, first of all, you know how I've been... I, I, I hadn't talked about my phone in any detail lately. Yeah, I've noticed that. I kind of mentioned it last week on the show, because I wrote my review last week, and I published it on that weekend, and mm-hmm. we, we, I, I talked about it a little bit, but my phone's great. It's the uh, HTC Evo thing there, mm-hmm. and it's wonderful. Um, but you know how I had the Triumph before that, that, that horrible piece of crap. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yep. 
So, you know how your phone was actually good, and it was like 150 bucks or something? Yeah, my brother, I just got him to buy one this week, too. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, my, my phone is currently retailing for 229 or the Triumph. And yeah. that thing was just a horrible thing. So I got it from Target a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and I got it as a good deal because what they what they Target was selling it for two ninety nine, uh, you know, full price, mm-hmm. and Radio Shack was doing the it was doing a sale or you know, something. Mm-hmm. So it was two twenty nine at Radio Shack. So what you can do is you can bring in an ad and you can have it price matched. Cool. So I did that, and so um, through Target discount because my dad works there and other stuff. Uh, got it for one one ninety nine uh, in conjunction with some gift cards for other stuff, you know, like tax and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was a much better deal. So it was horrible phone, as you know. Yeah, I know you're complaining about it. And uh, I brought it back, and they took it back. Wait, wait, wait! It sounds like it was more than fourteen days. Um, so okay, so let me ask you this. Now you you seem to know electronics, right? I do. I go through them rather rapidly. I mean, you you can, you can identify <laughs> what electronics look like, right? Yes. So. Would you say a phone is electronic? I would. Yes. Well, according to my father, all electronics at Target, because he works there, you'd assume he might know, all electronics at Target have a 14-day return policy. Well, mm-hmm. apparently Target does not include phones as electronics. Really? Apparently. What a fabulous loophole. Yeah. So uh, if you have a receipt, it's a 90-day return It's just the 90-day? Okay. So, I mean, a nice I mean, feature. I, I think it's a nice feature, and I think it's fair, too. I mean, if you have a receipt, you can do more you get an extended return period so you heavily used a phone for two and a half months say 85 days 85 days according to wolfram alpha (laughs) and then you just (laughs) then you just returned it yep and then you just got a better phone well i actually had to get this before i returned it so i had to spend you know another 300 dollars to to get 125 but you still got your 200 some back yeah 230 something yeah it's uh that's pretty cool it was a pretty good deal it's a nice loophole. So what are you going to do in uh, another 70 days? Uh, I don't feel like... Well, so this is pur- this phone was purchased at Radio Shack, and they're, I don't know, they're probably stingier or something. And I don't uh, I don't yeah. intend to give this one back. I like this one. Okay. Oh, very good. Yeah. Is it at Target yet, or is there still a this, huge wait? Because I know Target always this, takes longer to get phones. This is at Target, actually. actually oh, I checked okay. today. It is at Target. So uh, so must have came out rather rapidly. Um, Actually, it probably... So it came out... This phone came out on uh, May... 28th, I believe, or somewhere around then. I think mine was like a week before that. or Yeah, yours was on the May 15th, I think. Um, and so then this um, was going to be in retail stores on... The Evo V was going to be in retail on 610. So it just took Target a couple of weeks to get it, yeah. which is how it al- almost always <laughs> is. They're always slow to get consumer electronics. Yeah. Oh, um, I, I want to know something else about Virgin Mobile? I would love to. I heard that uh, they finally got some iPhones. Yes, they they finally did get some iPhones. Yeah, and um, so you know how you always get you can get a iPhone for uh, two hundred dollars with a c- contract and stuff, and that's how it's always been. Um, but if you don't want to get a contract, you can go through Virgin Mobile, and for only a mere six hundred and fifty dollars, you could have one. For which one? For the iPhone 4S, sixteen yeah. gigabyte. Mm-hmm. And one of the best part, apparently through some loophole, if you sign up for auto. Um, charge with like you know with the credit card and auto fill up yeah. it's only going to cost you 30 a month right so would you ever buy a phone for 650 dollars well personally i wouldn't buy an iphone 4 or 4s if it was like an iphone 5 you'd smell that right yeah. i mean i you smell anything i don't smell anything you don't you don't like sm- literally nothing you don't you don't smell those drugs just seeping into this room i, I, I mean think it's, it doesn't smell like drugs but I mean, why does this happen every time I record a show here now? You don't smell anything? I don't smell anything out of the ordinary. Okay. Well, I don't know. Well, anyway, uh, good work at going out of order, but also... Out of order? Yeah, kind of. How? Well, because you had asked if I wanted to go first, previous to the show beginning, and... uh, Didn't you want to talk about? No, not according to the show notes, because I I, I kind of actually didn't. So I will go, and then you will go. Okay. (laughs) Um, Oops. so, so, uh, Virgin Mobile did something sneaky, which is unusual. Normally they're very blatant about what they do. So in addition to releasing the two iPhones, the iPhone 4 and the iPhone 4S mm-hmm, today, officially, they also released the 1V from HTC. And now the 1V is part of the, um, key, or I don't know, key lineup of HTC phones out right now. And it's probably the best phone that you can buy for such a low price. Uh, mm. uh, you know, price to like gigahertz price, to, uh, you know, RAM price to 
you know most features. It's um, best for hardware and stuff. And it's it's r- pretty good hardware. It has ice cream sandwich, which is you know pretty mm-hmm. pretty rare these days. Um, even yeah. your phone doesn't even have ice cream sandwich. But I really like gingerbread. You'd like ice cream sandwich more. I mean, it's I it's a lot faster. But it, it does everything I like. I mean, this is my first Android phone. Right. I know you've been with Android yeah. for quite a few I've years. I've gone from the 2.2. I didn't even have an, uh, gingerbread. Well, so this new phone is the 1V. It's uh, 199 You can uh, get it today, in fact. Oh, cool. and, but it's funny because they're not promoting it at all. All of the promotionals on the website right now, and I presume going forward, are going to be for the iPhones because they, those make them more money, as you can imagine. Yeah. I just don't think anybody's ever going to buy that. Which one? The iPhone for so much money. Everybody would just go through Virgin or somebody. Or, I mean, not rah, Verizon or something. No, I think, that's, I think that one of the reasons is because the plans are just so cheap. Hmm. I mean, you, you could get an iPhone on Verizon for 80 bucks a month, or you can get an iPhone for one-time payment of 650 on Virgin, and you can have, uh, you know, 30 bucks a month to pay instead. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Now it's your turn. Pretty neat stuff, guys. Uh, so <laughs> Mojang released the first trailer of the Scrolls games, and it does not seem to be very similar to Minecraft. So you know, you know, you know Minecraft, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Mojang makes Minecraft. And so you know how uh, Notch is also working on his other game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been I've been heard a lot of it when he first announced the name of it because right. every week it would be like, okay, so I went to um, Bethesda Game Studios and I was trying to challenge the guy to a game of Quake to use the name. <laughs> like, you know um, the game Elder Scrolls. I've heard of it. Um, yeah. they, well, Bethesda Studios or Studios think, or Games I'm, or I'm not sure, but it's Bethesda. Bethesda. They've been flipping out that the name Scrolls is too close to Elder Scrolls, even though the games are completely different. And it, but completely, I the mean, same. extremely not even close to being the same. Like mm-hmm. Mojang's game is like a little arcade game that you'd play on like a big box and like a laundromat or something, and it's it looks yeah. you know really lame and Kay. retro. Um, so I mean. Bethesda really made no sense when they tried to do that lawsuit. And so they tried to do this lawsuit against them, and he responded very properly saying, all right, if you can beat me at Quake, I'll, I'll change the name. Really? Yeah. And how did he fare? How, no, how no, they end? wouldn't even play him. Oh, <laughs> they're, they're well, lawyers geez. Like, no, I'm not going to play that. <laughs> okay, whatever. Well, okay, so I'm, I'm going to go, and then you're going to go, okay? See, now yeah, this, is, this is called order. Uh, I denounce it. So, now, this is from a recent study, and I, I put this in here because I thought it was kind of funny. A recent study shows that most parents have no idea what their kids are doing online. Really? Well, isn't yeah. that kind of the point? That is kind of the point. I mean, I mean, anybody can find out what I'm doing online. If they listen to the show, oh, wait, they don't even use the internet. Ha, 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 ha. What if I could? Yeah. Your turn. Okay. So... Since we mentioned new Facebook features last week, uh, Facebook's introduced a friends nearby feature over the weekend. Pulled already. So I guess it didn't last very long. So it, w- it was supposed to be a cool feature. So if you were at a party or something, instead of like having to email each other contact info or whatever, you would both just open the app and then it w- you could just find each other's name in the app listing. Ah, okay. So hmm. it was supposed to be a great feature. So they pushed it into the app and then two days later, gone. That's a... Uh... Pretty quick short-lived. Turn- yeah, pretty quick. A- any turn- reason why they was pulled? So what? What speculation says is that it was made by a small group of engineers that just got it in at the last minute before you know one of the scheduled updates, and then mm-hmm. you know higher people up in the company, presumably Mark, found out and said that's kind of creepy. We shouldn't do that. Maybe right now. So. Mm. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. Like, like so it wouldn't like. Just list everybody who where you are. You had to physically open the app at the same time somebody else was also using it. So mm. unless you opened it, it wouldn't share. Well, then, yeah, that seems significantly less creepy. Right. Well, um, somebody didn't like it. Hmm. Maybe it wasn't creepy enough. Maybe that was that's what his problem was. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Apple altered their website to avoid saying that it does not get viruses after flashback. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Good to know, though. So uh, we mentioned this last week. So the uh, Firefox 14 is coming up, and uh, Australia's, I think is what they call it, it's it's their new tab paradigm. And it, it has actually come to Android first as a tablet and phone app, and the new tab design is uh, available there. And it is just so wonderful. And it and, still supports Flash. And it's, yes, and somehow it still <laughs> supports Flash. Cool. We're going to talk about more about Flash a little later in the show, but uh, oh, did it break another one of your devices? No, but but some Flash. There's some Flash news this week. Okay, and let's just say it's pretty flashy. That's good. That's always good. 
Um, so we mentioned a few months ago that um, the Wi-Fi allowance is now certifying devices to use the uh, PassPoint technology to allow hotspots to be incorporated into carrier networks. Do you hey. know what PassPoint is? Never heard of it I before. do not. Um, it was in the show but, notes a couple months ago. <laughs> Just yeah, but, you know, it's kind of instantaneously forget if it's not Linux news. Oh, I know how that is. Yeah. Well, so PassPoint is a carrier solution to having uh, really overcrowded networks. Mm. So essentially what they do, they would do is they would set up Wi-Fi hotspots, you know, in businesses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then if you had a phone, they would give you a private key. And then those those terminals would have public keys. And then if you were just in the area, the private key would be tried. And if you got in, you could use it in, in the carrier would not have to have data on the network. You would have data on the Wi-Fi instead. Okay, cool. So it would be a Wi-Fi network with authentication, but without having you to do it. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Despite not having launched the new Nexus yet, Apple has split off the podcasting section from iTunes on Tuesday into its own podcast app for iPhone, iPad, and iPod. Somehow, hmm. that, that didn't make sense, but I, I wrote it. What yeah, am, I well, read it I as it was writ. What folks. was I trying? What was I trying to say when I said Let's despite the ne- new Nexus? No, no. Hmm. Anybody know what that means? Uh, does that mean there's a new Nexus update coming? I don't know. I don't know who can <laughs> fathom the mind. Okay. See, I write this stuff all week, and then by the time it gets to Friday, I'm kind of loopy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, is it uh, Friday? It is. It, it is. Fr- it is Friday. Is this what? a show? It is Friday. It is a show. This okay. is a show. Okay. Interpret that last one as you will. <laughs> So my, my, my favorite text editor now, Sublime Text 2, is now uh, open and released for uh, use. It's, it's $59, which is a little expensive for a text editor. But, it, oh, is it nice because it is cross-platform. How much was it? $59. You paid $59 for what? I didn't pay for it yet. I'm still using it. I'm still trying. But it's really nice. Okay. I think Emacs is free. Yeah, but I'd like to see my hands not try to kill you if I use Emacs. Well, if you're trying to use Emacs, your hands would never be off the keyboard, so you wouldn't have the opportunity to kill me. My hands would hold the keyboard, and like Berlin's Mac, uh, iMac, it would be pummeling whatever made me use Emacs. Okay, let's say you're in a 10-foot deep hole, <laughs> and you're using Emacs. Would you be able to strangle me if I was 10 feet above you? With the power of Emacs invested in me, I think so. Uh, that's pretty fancy. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know T-Mobile? Yeah. Well, I guess their CEO mysteriously, um, during the Google I.O. keynotes, um, reportedly... What? Yeah, I know. I could have messed that up. Google I.O. keynotes uh, reportedly to spend more time with his family in Europe. So I guess he's going to Europe. Yeah. Oh, but if you read ahead to the next one that I'm supposed to read, it turns (laughs) out he just wanted to be the chief executive of Vodafone. Yeah, it's it's one of the... uh... European carriers. Okay, because I started reading the book. Yeah, of- yeah. See, you can blame me for not rereading the stuff I've written. On the other hand, you can't blame me for actually writing things down. Uh, anyway, uh, so it was Atari's 40th anniversary on Wednesday, I believe. And Atari, uh, the co-founder, uh, Brushnell, uh, still is advisor to the company, even though it's been changed hands a few times. Uh, mm-hmm. They're apparently they're apparently based out of uh, Paris right now, which is interesting. But in his spare time now, he's not only working with Atari, he's also working on educational games. Educational? Hmm. Yeah. Apparently, his new games can teach kids five to ten times faster. Really? Than what? That didn't say. Okay, well... That's how fast. That's how fast. But you also know that um, Nexus Labs is developing a a interactive book that will teach people a hundred times faster. I I think it... Unteaches you. No, it's a hundred times faster. If you're right, involved in the writing, yeah, then it's going to right. unteach people. No, no, no I it's can your just make turn. statements now. Oh, oh, I got some cool news. Um, <laughs> Grub 2.0. It's been in development for years, and uh, it's finally been released. Years plural. Yeah, multiple years. Multiple years. Uh, I mean, there's been updates all the time, but um, uh, I've never. When an opera like when Debian or Ubuntu installs or anything installs, they configure the Grub for me. I've never had to go in and actually change anything. Because mm-hmm. um, whenever I had to do that, I kind of messed things up. And um, yeah, actually, I had to install that uh, Lily Lou um, last time I had a Grub error. Is that a real thing, a Lily Lou? Yes, it's a bootloader too. Okie dokie. It's the only one I actually know how to use because I read. A, I found a guide that was really, really well written. 
and because uh, okay. you try to look for grub documentation, it's just like trying to shoot yourself with the head. Or hang yourself with a 50-foot VGA cable. Alrighty, then. So you know um, how uh, Windows 8 has the secure boot thing? You, you can't boot it unless you have a signed bootloader. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ubuntu is also going to have a signed bootloader because they work with Canical or whatever their weird uh, name is. Yeah. So one of the things Ubuntu isn't going to be doing for 12.10 or whatever they call it those day, these days, or I don't know. They're still doing that. Well, they're not going to be using Grub2, mm. apparently. Yeah. It was in the article. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. What's also interesting is that Microsoft has invested $300 million in Barnes & Noble's Nook device. So they're, they're, they're thinking about something. They're, they're cooking something over there. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of funny after last week's or two weeks ago, I forget, uh, when they introduced their Surface tablets. Kind of funny just to, oh, ours wasn't good enough. Let's go invest in somebody else. Yeah. Uh, at least it's not their Amazon competitor. I don't, I don't, I don't think they like Amazon that much. But I know I'm going to skip you over, but um, you know who doesn't like NVIDIA? No, I don't. Linus Torville. Oh, him. Um, he was quoted this week for... Um, Without a link, I might add. Oh, um, you see, see, I'm using Linux, and I don't have sound drivers right now. But I have the YouTube video of him saying it. Like, I have the You could have put the video. link in, and I could have queued it up. This well, is true. He speaks the truth. Good thing is we're in a podcast, and we can press pause. Or I could just queue it up while you talk about it. Well, there's not much to say besides, um, f- you from uh, Torville to NVIDIA. <laughs> I think I'll just link to this picture. Oh, what a wonderful <laughs> photograph. <laughs> there he he looks like a charming man. I think I'll just leave this. I think I'll just, I don't even know where the video is. I think I'll just put this in the show notes. It's good enough for me. Okay. Wow, good. that's, that was good. Okay. So that, that got us through lightning, but there is one story left, actually, and I'll, I'll mention oh, that. Secretive story? No, it's actually the one that says this is the last story in lightning. That secretive, not secretive story. Guild Wars 2 has official release date. It's actually August 28th, 2012. Yeah, and did you see what was on the background of that image? No, I... You got the email from NCSoft, right? <laughs> no, I got a tweet. Oh, well, you also should have gotten an email. Um... They had the Norn backgrounds and stuff, everything there. That's good. Yeah. So what, what I thought was funny is uh, they, they also said that their last beta weekend thingamajig before the actual launch would be, I believe, July 20th, that, that weekend. Hmm. So it's, it's a whole month away and, uh, you know, about a whole month away, 20 days-ish. Yeah. And um, I don't, they didn't say for sure if they're doing the Ashura and the Savari environments at that point either. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, so uh, Wednesday was a uh, stress test. That was the worst four hours of my life. So oh, dear. We, did you play during it? Nope. Well, see, I tried to patch during that, and it, it, it didn't work. Again, why wouldn't you just walk in? Because I was here the whole day, and, uh, you know, that kind yeah, of thing. Well, I got back from... No, I didn't have work. I was just um, changing oil in my dad's van and doing other things. And by the time I got in, it was about um, 2 o'clock, and... That's when um, it started. Yeah. What times? Oh, I guess it's in our time zone, yeah. Yeah, it started at 1 here, um, I think. Mom's like, oh, it's probably going right now. And so I, I'm like, okay, cool, it is going. It was... It was okay, I'll see you in five hours when this is done. Like, there weren't a lot... I, I did go on for about ten minutes, and mm-hmm. it was just bored because there wasn't many people on. Well, you don't ever play with other people, right? No, no, no. I mean, even in the starting areas, even in the big cities, everywhere, there just weren't a lot of people because it was at a bad and an inconvenient time for most people. Yeah. During the day and week. Yeah. That's, That's not a good time no. to stress. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Silliness on their part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was still looking forward to the game. So you you haven't uh, seen the um, Google I.O. videos, have you? No, I have not. And I have not either. Well, that's not your job. That's his job. Well, I'm going to... I just something. thought I would throw that out there anyway, since you did not <laughs> specifically address it to Matt. Well, I'm going to do something that Merlin says all the time. I didn't do any prep before the show. Seriously, I did nothing. I mean, I just didn't even prep. I just got up and got here. Well, this this is all that that after you say that, that's also where you say, "I know how you hate when you when, when I prepare." You you got to say that. And then as now, I would say, "No, I love when you prepare." But I just don't want to over prepare. Right, right. Well, but everybody hates when you over prepare. He, he he does this like every show. Like he always says, oh, "I didn't prepare." Like, oh, but it's a good thing. It's a good thing. I, was listening I to will that. take your word for it. Yeah, you should listen to 5 by 5 No, you should listen to our competitors. We don't say their name, we just say competitors. Okay. Make sure you don't go to 5 by 5 then. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> I will not 
do that. <laughs> you should put a link to not five by five in the. No, uh, it's not on the show notes. Can't do it. We'd be quite ob- quite funny if you do that. If you put it in the show notes, I'll I won't even remember, and we'll do it. Oh, uh, I got to remember you to make you censor that thing later. That would be a wise choice. Because Ian Buck's gonna message you saying, "Hey, guess what I just heard." Because yeah. remember whenever, like, when Sam would swear or say something, even, like, partially swear, Ian Buck would be like, ah offensive, offensive, la 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 Or something like that. You want a secret? What's going I, on I the love soundboard? secrets. What's going Aww. on the soundboard? Oh, wonderful. <laughs> How are you doing? You're the one who goes crazy on this show. You shouldn't be so quotable. It's <sighs> your own I'm, damn fault. I'm impersonating Ian. I think in this, in this case it's a soundbite. It's even worse. Yes, it is... Quote 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. So, um, want to talk about Google? Let's, Let's talk about Google. I, I hear there's a lot of Google news. Mm-hmm. So I think I actually have a video here. Um, yeah, video. And, and I think I can even play it because, um, you know, uh, there's this cool thing called, you know, like buffering videos when there are links in the show notes. You know, I mean, you could take part in this too if you, like, would give me the links and stuff. Just saying. Yeah. Want to know something? I can't stream videos from YouTube anymore. Do you want to know what I hate when I have a YouTube link? Well, I, I load the whole thing anymore, will it? Well, maybe, but what's worse is when I load most of it in little view and then it makes big and then it has to reload all over again. Oh, of course. Oh, I hate that. You can change that. Yeah, I could, then I'd have to do work. Yeah, two clicks. So this this video is about uh, the Nexus 7. This is the tablet that, that uh, Google introduced on Keynote Day 1. Cool. Unlike Apple, where they just have one day of Keynote stuff, Google has two days. That's uh, quite an improvement. Do you hear about the skydiving? Yes, I think you're telling me about it. Like I was like, okay, well, it's going to be some kind of like file storage like Dropbox or SkyDrive or something. And then, no, little, literal skydiving. Yeah. Right so so the they, they had, they had um, there's, this, there's this huge um, like theater thing. It's called Moscone Center. It's in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, there. okay. Uh, and so they had a blimp over the building, and then they had about five or so skydivers jump out of the blimp and land on top of the building and then ride bicycles across the roof over to the next building over, you know, like over a jump. Wow. And then they had them repel down the side of the building and then they had ride more bikes onto the stage. Um, that just seems completely superfluous. Like, why? Not only are they doing that, they've, they're they're splitting it up into two days. That two days, that, that makes it 100% more inefficient now i've got oh, a but, but I, I, better is they did it again on the second day <laughs> well jeez that's good uh, google i don't know, i don't know, i don't know how i feel about that google quite frankly has, google has money i don't think i like it so let's let's watch the video with no audio that's yeah cool. i'm seeing something i am not hearing anything we've been there. pretty busy over the last year or so uh, just last october we announced uh, ice cream sandwich which is uh, the biggest release of the Android operating system so far. We were taking uh, the best of Android and basically optimizing it for all devices, including tablets. We were off to a great start with Ice Cream Sandwich, but it wasn't nearly far enough. So we put Android under the microscope. In Android 4.1, Jelly Bean, that's the name, we worked really, really hard on making everything smoother, making everything faster. And at the same time, we had a digital content store uh, that was constantly expanding its offering. We released Google Play, which ties together all of our properties around music, books, movies, games, and apps, so the users have one place to go for all of that content. We wanted a device that was optimized in every way for the great content that you can get via Google Play. It would have the portability of a paperback book, but be connected to the entire digital world of all kinds of entertainment. It had to have a really crisp, high-resolution screen. We had to put a front-facing camera on it, and it had to be really fast. It needs to be really light, really comfortable to hold. Nexus 7 is the world's first 7-inch tablet with a quad-core processor. It's really nice for watching movies edge-to-edge on a 720p screen with all the sensors you'd expect for interactive motion-controlled games. We thought about every detail about how the hardware was shaped to make it really comfortable. The curve of the backside, texturing of the grip. This size is kind of perfect. It fits in your hand. It doesn't tire your arm out. It's perfect for reading in, you know, on planes, in bed, in a chair, at the beach, at the pool. You're walking around with all your stuff pretty much in your pocket. 
With a powerful tablet like this, every touch matters. We wanted you to be able to almost feel every pixel as you touched it. We declared a war on lagginess. You'll notice when you pick up a Jelly Bean device just how smooth it is. With Nexus 7, we're bringing the latest and greatest Android technology and the best content in the world from Google Play into a single device and experience that you can take with you anywhere. The thing that excites me is that this device is actually created for the content. It's already a constant companion for me. I've taken it on a camping trip to read books. I want to be showing it off to my mom or my dad or my daughter. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing my friends tell me about their Nexus 7 tablets. This will be the first tablet I bought for my parents, so I'm pretty excited. Okay, so there is the video. What do you think? Um, looks kind of small for a little tablet. Seven inches. It looks small, though. I mean, compared to my phone, this is a 4.3-inch phone. Oh, just... Compared to an iPad, which is 10 or so inches. Oh, like yeah, and I, I have to agree with Matt here. As an iPad owner and user, like, I I like my big screen. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. Is it, like, 10.1? Or... I believe it's 9.7. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, just uh, as a former iPad owner, it was quite enjoyable to have. Yeah, sorry about that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I really hated that stupid piece of crap. So we do have some specs on this device. Um, Let's hear them. So they're, they're fairly good specs. I mean, for considering that it's only, that the device itself is only uh, $199, I mean, these specs are pretty good. So it has a 7-inch screen, as you heard. Uh, its resolution is 1280 by, I don't know, 800 or something. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. So uh, it's fairly large. It has... Uh, Scratch-resistant screen, corning glass, gorilla glass. That's always important. Lame front camera. Not at all no? important. Okay. One one point two megapixels. Oh, pretty geez. lame. That's no no back camera. No, the iPad's like nine point two. Point nine seven. Point one nine seven. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what else has it got? It has NFC, which I hear your phone has. Yes, it does. Uh, I don't think I'm ever going to use that. Yeah, it's like. But when I was in Canada, um. I guess all the credit cards do have that. Oh, that's cool. um, like whenever I was at the gas station, I was trying to pay for gas. They'd always just hold it up to the ca- side of the cash register, and then be like, "Huh, is your card broken? Oh, it doesn't have that." And then oh, they always quick scan it. That's funny. But like it got to every cashier. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. But, so um, Canada's ahead of us. Oh, yeah, this is every, every bad country, news. Every country is ahead of America. Uh, it has volume controls, a speaker, and software keys. I like how those are big features. Wow. It really um, does to say software keys. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, what kind of graphics does it have? Well, does so, it have NVIDIA graphics? Yeah, it has a Tegra 3, actually. Oh, it does have um, a Tegra 3. So uh, you probably, as you mentioned earlier, you didn't see it on the, on, you know, you didn't see the keynote live or anything. But I watched it live. And so it was funny when they were introducing it. Like, the processor has four cores and the graphics processor has 12 cores. You know, that's like 16 cores. And it's like, well, that's good math there. But it's just, it's just so like, does it matter how many cores it has? Does does it? As a non-techie, does it? No. More cores are funnier to say. I mean, okay. I, 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 on the website, it doesn't say that it has sixteen cores or anything. But I don't, I don't know. Like, it's not that exciting to me. I don't even. They, they don't even say anything about. It just says quad core Tiger three. It doesn't mm. say anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm. Makes me wonder. Yeah. No, when Intel had their big drive things, like even though we're not going to release it to the general public, we have a we have a, we have some chips that uh, have a hundred cores on them, or some yeah, dies. I, I do remember that. Yeah, their whole like but, we have a hundred of them. Yeah, but of course die. that wasn't for, that was just for fun. Well, and it was kind of a theoretical kind of thing. You know, uh, they actually not, physically built some. Well, I knew, but I mean, it wasn't for like retail or it wasn't for no, like mass. It, it was for research. Research. That's what I wanted to say. R and D. Um, so I have another video now. So this is one of the things they also introduced in Jelly Bean. This is called Google Now. Mm-hmm. So you know how we were talking about Mark Zuckerberg maybe not liking that thing? Yeah. Instead of having... Well, now, when you hit mute, does your computer mute? Well, mine doesn't. It just stops? Mine just makes noise. Okay, well, so instead of having uh, your phone being asked to do something for you, Google is just going to have your phone do things for you with Google Now. Instead of having to sift through and organize all the information you need throughout your day, all that information is ready at the exact moment you actually need it. Introducing Google Now. Now with Android, one simple swipe gives you the information that is relevant to you right now. As you leave your house, 
Google Now is smart enough to check current traffic conditions and has prepared an alternate route for your commute. Google Now is always one step ahead, so you can feel more confident as you navigate your day. When you're at a subway station, Google Now can tell you what trains are next, find you interesting local places to eat. Is there a good Japanese noodle bar nearby? And when you're in a restaurant, your phone already has the best dishes listed for you. Google Now automatically keeps you updated on your favorite sports teams in real time, just in case you are curious about that no-hitter. With the predictive power of now, you get just what you need to know right when you need it. Oh, I, I thought that was coming from the video. Nope, no, that, no, is that, that is a dog from outside, no, or really. possibly inside. Real-time dog. Well, I'm going to go smack up the rug of domestication. No, 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 no it's fine. Okay. Well, from what it, it sounded like, it was right outside the door. It does that. Is he not? No. She not, excuse me. It's upstairs. Oh. Now, possibly. It should be. I feel like I hear Roxy in this room. Oh, no. To the rug of domestication. Hi, dog. Okay, it's behaving. As long as it doesn't make too much noise. Okay, so, what do you think of uh, Google Now? Yeah. It's only going to work if people use it. Well, it's kind of weird because gonna use it. I don't think you have to really... I don't I don't know. Like, I'd have to see what the implementation like is in person, but my understanding is it kind of just uses you. Yeah. But that doesn't seem like something that would appeal to me. Um, it just seems kind of weird, and it would also... I feel like I would want to use that device less because I would be looking up less things and I would just be reading, you know, whatever happened to be on my front page there, whatever it put up there, the baseball right. scores. Or, mm-hmm. I, I guess I guess I don't understand really how that would work, but I it doesn't sound like something that I would ever want to use. Right. So when you when you uh, if you do watch the videos uh, mm-hmm. of the real keynote, they kind of make it look a lot like Siri. You know, like when Siri pops okay, up, one of those yeah, little, yeah. When, when it pops up the little yeah. card, mm-hmm. or you know, like what's the weather like? It'll pop up the little card with the weather. It looks a lot like that. So right. you do have to prompt it. Not really. Oh. But when it pops up a new card, like the interface is very Siri esque. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Not that. It, mm. not, not that great. So in other news, uh, the Google Play App Store Thingamajig has over six hundred thousand apps, which is impressive, and they all suck except like ten of them. That's always how it is, though. But, I mean, really, now, how can the Facebook app, the app that everyone must download, suck so bad? I mean, really, how is it possible? Anyway, uh, there's o- o- over a billion installs per month. There's been only, apparently, 20 billion installs so far, which is weird. If there's a billion installs per month and it's been out for more than 20 months, how does that make sense? Obviously, it's Rounding ramp- up. They were they were short on the PR department, so they had to borrow some staff from AMD. Oh, okay, I, I see what you did there. Um, and uh, they're they're introducing two things. They're introducing um, de- device level app signing. So if you you buy a paid app, and you, you know how Google Apps work, right? So you download like a little zip file full of this stuff, kind mm-hmm. of like a jar for Java. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when, when you download an Android app, it downloads that file to your device, and then what this new thing will do is will sign it with your device key. And so if you try to download it to your computer and then redistribute it, it won't work on any other device except yours. Oh, cool! So it's kind of a, a security feature for like derm protection on you know for developers that want to implement it, presumably for paid developers, so developers that you know make games or something. Mm-hmm. And they're also introducing something that Chrome has had for a while which is diff updates for oh, apps. Mm-hmm. So instead of downloading a 10 megabyte app when there's an update, you just download the parts that have changed. Mm-hmm. That'll, that'll, that makes good. more sense. That, that'll be good for people who are on 3G more and Wi-Fi less. So let's see. Uh, Google Glass, the glasses that have been rumored for a while. Ah, yes. That that's Even I have heard of them. Well, that's, that's pretty good. So those are expensive. Those are $1,500, and they're only available for people who are attending I.O., which is now over. So we didn't get any. Yeah. Uh, they're coming out sometime early next year, so that's when those prototypes will be available for those people who pre-registered and paid $1,500 for. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. A um, little bit. And so did, did I mention something about skydiving? Yes, mm-hmm. you did. So so they did this whole skydiving thing just to show off these Google Glasses. Oh, that was the the purpose. There was a reason. There was a reason. Oh, okay. So, so they, each person, each of the five people had the Google Glasses on, and then they all signed into a Google Hangout, one of their little video conferencing things, 
And uh, they kind of jumped out of a blimp together and uh, flew down to the building. That's what I do with my friends. Right. I mean, everybody should. Uh, let's see here. Uh, everybody should go mining in space for asteroids. Yeah. So, so I have this video. Let's try this again. Let's see if this will actually work. Oh, so, I mean, so you, do you know what Sergey Brin looks like? I mean, I've seen him, but I didn't realize he looked like that. Me neither. He looks like a nice guy. He's I mean, happy. I mean, I didn't... Like, I thought... He talked normal. Like, I've never heard him speak before, because I've only been doing this tech stuff for a while, not my whole life, like some people seem to believe. And I didn't know he talked kind of in broken English. I mean, a little bit. Uh, I didn't know. Just, I just had different ideas. Anyway, well, he, uh, he's, he these are the Google Glasses. They're kind of lame. Yeah. They, have they a don't little... look Borg-y enough. No, there's just, just one lens, and there's the camera. And there's a button on the side here to control it. And you need an Android phone running Ice Cream Sandwich, at least, to use them. Mm. Yeah. That's too bad. So there goes uh, 93% of the population. Anyway, so I have these. Uh, so this is the Nexus Q. The Nexus Q is what they like to call a social streaming device. Hmm. So what do you think the Nexus Q does? Magic? Social magic. That's what it looks like. It's a ball. Mm. Social magic, final answer. <laughs> social magic. Oh, wow, fast buffering. Okay. Well, it's 53 seconds. But, again, no audio. Okay. There we go. Nexus Q, the first social streaming media player made for Google Play at home. Nexus Q streams all of your music and entertainment directly from the cloud to your home. It's the first device that lets you create social playlists with your friends. All they need is an Android phone or tablet and connection to your Wi-Fi. Launch the Google Play Music app. Add a song or entire album to the queue. Your friends can add music from their own collections, and anyone can shift songs up or down the playlist. It's just as easy to stream movies and YouTube videos. Launch the Play Movies and TV app or YouTube. Find your favorite video and hit play. It's the first social streaming device of its kind. It's Nexus Q, made for Google Play at home. Fancy. So... So the way they introduced it on stage was they had a bunch of friends sitting on a couch, and then one of them would send their favorite songs up to the queue, and then the guy who owned the queue said, that song sucks. I'm going to play my favorite instead. So you can imagine how this would be a, a, a kind of a, a battle, and uh, just it was poorly implemented, like... You don't want people to have control over your things in your house. Well, no, they're mine, and it's my house. Right. So the way they set this up just did not make sense. And no. It doesn't seem like they thought all of it through. Do you know how much this device is? How much do you think it is? Ooh, boy. I'll tell you, I wouldn't pay more than 100 bucks for it. Okay, well, then I can tell you you can't buy it. Hmm. How much is it, Ryan? It is $2.99. Jeez. Wow. So... This device doesn't make sense. Like, you need an Android device to use it. It doesn't have any uh, standalone terminals. Or doesn't You can't use it just a regular remote on your TV, mm. despite having to plug it into a TV. Um, it does have a $25 amp inside. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, not worth it. No. No, I don't think so. Now, let me see if I can find the advertisement for this device, because it, it, it's a really weird ad. Um, if I can't find it, then I'll be sad. Yeah, but I don't know. Just hmm. just get a rack actual computer if it's going to cost three hundred bucks. Right? Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't. And plus, we were talking about different alternatives last time I was on the show. Mm -hmm. um, I showed you that little um, little thumb drive that's powered through HDMI for a right. TV. Yeah. Um, that's also that's that's two hundred fifty dollars, but it acts as a full fledged computer. Um, but it just looks like a phone when you use it. Well, I like that little drive. It makes a lot of sense to just be able to plug in a little thing. Yeah, and then you interface with it with any USB ports. With the remote it comes with, there's plenty of ways to hook up to it. And no, I can't find the app, but if I find the link for it, I'll put it, it in the show notes. It's a really bizarre ad. Hmm. Okay, let's see what we have here. Uh, hmm. So, uh, speaking of Jelly Bean, mm -hmm. um, Project Butter... That's right. Project, Project Butter. Project Butter. I'm not it, familiar with that. It, it made everything a lot faster. So they, they took these really high-speed cameras, these 300 frames per second cameras, mm -hmm. and they, they put two identical Android devices side by side, one with Jelly Bean, one with Ice Cream Sandwich, and they showed like people switching from the home screen to an app or from the app to the home screen. And when you use that high-speed camera, you can see how sluggish the Ice Cream Sandwich home screen transitions are. 
because the OS wasn't tuned very well. So now it's tuned a lot better. So Project Butter made everything go a lot faster. Cool. So they've improved frame rate overall. Um, so it went from an average of like 25 to like 37. So that's a pretty good jump. Problem? No. I mean, you do this every show. No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, also, Chrome is now the official bundled browser of Jelly Bean. So, really? so, so what happened to browser? Browser is gone. And Browser's finally gone. Yes, in Jelly Bean. And as a bonus, if you have Ice Cream Sandwich, you can now download the stable version of Browser and fully replace it with Browser. Hmm. So do you want a good Browser? It's out now. That's good. So that was that was just day one. Okay. What happened on day two? More SkyDiv. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, so one of the things that Google has um, not really emphasized, despite being probably one of the best companies to do so, is cloud computing. They don't have a cloud compute service, well, until two days ago. Uh, they, they did introduce that, actually, and, it, and it's called uh, the Google Cloud Compute Engine. Uh, Google Compute Engine. That rolls off the tongue nicely. Well, I think it doesn't roll as well as EC2 Elastic Cloud Compute from Amazon, but you know, we, we, we'll get there, maybe. Yeah, never mind. No, no, no. Never mind. Okay. Well, so this this new thing it will allow you to use if you would like a million cores at any given time. If you'd like. Now, see, I may be old fashioned, but I thought there was one core, and that was at the core. <laughs> um, it means something a little bit different. Why don't you have the guy who knows about? Computer architecture. Oh, I don't mean you. to put you on the spot here, but uh, um, one more time, I was just looking for something. Um, I was I was wondering about the be- and we touched on this a little bit earlier. Is what is the benefit of having more cores? Um, Why don't you just get one core and make it better and make it do the job of sixteen cores or a million cores? Uh, there's a couple of different reasons for having multiple core systems. Um, for mobile devices, it happens more often. Like, um, so, do you know how clock speed works? How like, what works? Um, do you, Do you remember our old um, Dell Gateway? I mean, Gateway computer. The old computer. The, the one with the blue. Yes. The one with the blue light. I do. Really big blue light. Yes. That had one core. Okay. And it operated at three gigahertz per second. This thing has two cores, but each of them operate at one gigahertz per second. So uh, that is less gigahertz. But there's two of them. And it's not like it's like it's not like it's twice as fast because there's two cores. Um, just some tasks can be um, like distributed among the two cores. Um, so like you know how you, you never have just one program running at your computer at one time. Oh, absolutely um, not. And some programs are designed so you can do multiple things at one time. But um, basically, it's a way to balance the load across multiple things, and you don't have to have as fast as a clock speed. Um, and that can really come in handy for um, mobile devices that can't use much power. Um, like when you use, because when you have the clock speed really high and a bunch of other stuff that uses a lot more power, um, having multiple core stuff can be used for power saving. Is a core like a brain? Um, it's it's this, on the CPU. There are multiple cores, um, and each core can handle. I don't know how to word this. It can handle different operations um, at the same time. And so if the if the um, I don't know, okay. So you got your front bus and. I can't explain this. Okay, <laughs> I can't explain we this will edit I, all this out. I need oh, a no, whiteboard. No. Oh I no, I don't. Oh, I don't. Will not. Oh, I, I, I do okay. not edit. Sorry, this I, I didn't. I was. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Uh, I, I, I need just. A whiteboard. Oh, oh I, put him on the spot as much as possible. It's fun. I just don't. I really don't get it. So, is a core like a brain? Kind of. It's more like a neuron. So when you have oh. a, so when you have a bunch of neurons, they can process better things yeah. that need more neurons. But okay. a single neuron can't do more than like two neurons because you know like obviously no nope. but two neurons can't do twice as much as a single neuron because it has to share information um okay so, so one of the problems with having more cores is just because you have more cores doesn't mean you can do faster things uh essentially what you can do is you can split up certain tasks as matt was saying uh to, graphics is a great to, example. to, to utilize okay. them yeah. so uh what I do here for editing the show, for mm-hmm. instance, it's a very single task, so it can't split up pieces of it and encode it and do things. So it, it only really works on one core. Some other tasks, like encoding video and, and uh, such things, uh-huh. those things can use multiple cores. So having more cores in those cases would allow you to do faster video editing. Okay. Now, for Elastic Cloud Compute from Amazon or Google Compute Cloud or whatever they call it, that would allow you to use huge... Uh, resources to handle like number crunching for like DNA 
sorting or something. Mm. You could do stuff like that if you okay. wanted to. So that's kind of what it's for. I think I have a better understanding now. Thank you. I doubt it. I said I think. We'll see. Is there is is there a quiz? No. We'll have no, to pass a final no, examination. No. no. But we I'll show you some that. diagrams in my seaside book. It'll make a lot more sense. Oh, uh, it's hard to do without Mike. It's hard to do it without diagrams. I, that's I'm a very visual person. Yeah, okay. I, I still can't find that ad. Maybe I just imagined it. I don't know. You dreamed it up, dude. That happened. Yeah, I don't um, I don't I really don't know what happened to it. Slashdot so- pulls articles from their website sometimes, and so if I read the news sometimes and I don't grab the link right away, um Agreed. You know uh, what that is? Yeah. What? Twilight. Okay. Just making sure. Anyway, and more news. Uh, Google Chrome has 310 million users throughout the world. It's pretty good, How huh? How many does IE6 have? Yeah. A lot, still, sadly. Uh, it, it, actually, it's doubled from 2011 when they had the last Google I.O. So they've, they've jumped from, you know... That's uh, pretty fast. 105 to... Or yeah. 150 to 310. So that's pretty good. I just uh, use Ice Weasel. Yeah, you keep doing that. So Chrome for iOS actually came out, too. So tell me why you think that's weird. Because everybody uses Safari? Well, one of the reasons you might say that's weird is because on iOS, browsers, or what we like to call browsers, really aren't anything different than Mobile Safari. Mobile Safari powers all the browsers because, according to the licensing in terms of service and other such things... You can't have an interpreting engine on iOS. So in other words, you couldn't have a just-in-time compiler for JavaScript. Hmm. So the Chrome that you use on iOS is actually just Mobile Safari rebranded, but it does maintain the fancy Chrome tabs and also will import your bookmarks and also will import other things like that. So that could Hmm. be good. Also, uh, it does one other thing that people like. It, It... you know when um you had your iPad 2, you know when you had mm-hmm. a bunch of tabs open and then you went to one and it unloaded that, so then it had to reload it? Remember mm-hmm. that? Yes. Yeah, but it was a lot better than using browser on right. my Android device. Well, um, it's because that has even less memory. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, the iPad know, was pretty good. So that, that unloading thing, that's because of memory constraints. Uh, well, one of the things the Chrome browser does on iOS is that it will actually take a picture of it, and then while the page is loading in the background, it'll mm-hmm. show you the picture so you can still look at it. Mm. So that's a, at least something it does. Cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? We have completely offline Google Docs for uh, documents. That's nice. I've been so, waiting for that. So it's completely offline, so you can do regular docs. You can't do spreadsheets or presentations yet, but... You can at least do just regular docs. That's important. Yeah. I think that's a good first step. Mm-hmm. Um, presumably the other ones are coming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and finally here, we're going to talk about Flash a little bit. Okay. Remember Flash? You know how everybody wanted it? Mm-hmm. And iOS and didn't incorporate it because mm-hmm. Steve Jobs hated it. Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I remember that. I was very upset about that. Well, you know, Android phones did support Flash for a while because Adobe supported it. And then a few... Is it again? You smell meat. No. No, I don't. Uh, so a few months ago, Adobe, Adobe said that, well, we're kind of just discontinuing Flash. And now, even Jelly Bean is going to discontinue Flash support. Really? Yeah. So you're not going to get any more Flash. What Flash? about Shockwave? Fla- no, no. No no Shockwave? Or Java. No Java either. No, no Java. Loss. Yeah, except, you know, every app that you use. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that pretty much is it for Google I.O. this year. It, it was a pretty good, good, pretty good time. A lot of skydiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure, I can't wait to talk to Ian Buck. I'm sure he's all excited. I'm sure he is too, except for the queue. He thought the queue was ridiculous. Yeah. So would I. Yeah. It just, it just makes no sense. Yeah. I still don't get his love for Google. If you ever meet Ian Buck, he's the most pro-Google guy you'll ever meet. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you can't help who you fall in love with, so mm-hmm. there's that. I miss you, John. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna have to amplify that one. Yeah, but um, so I heard you heard something about Rim this week. You know, I did hear something about Rim. I hear I hear they're firing more people. Yeah, yeah. Why are they firing more people? I don't know. That's your article. As I said, I don't have the article I was going to talk about in there, but I wanted to talk about your article first. Yeah, oh, I know. And I there's know. iTunes before that. I know. And why why don't you have your article in there? I don't know, but it's a really good article. What is it? I'll talk to it as soon as you do yours. <laughs> Mine builds off of yours. Oh, okay, that's fine. Well, so RIM uh, apparently had its earnings call earlier this week, and they lost a lot of money for the first time in eight years. They actually had a net loss rather than you know even just breaking even. Mm-hmm. So they are, they're losing money faster than ever before, 
And in response of that, they have to not only delay BlackBerry 10, the operating system that could be potentially their savior, but they also have to lay off an additional 5,000 people over the additional layoffs they had last week. Jeez. Mm -hmm. So they probably have like 10 employees by now. (laughs) I mean, really. And so, yeah. And so um, do you know who makes their stuff? Uh, Not specifically. Um, There's this Toronto-based device manufacturer um, called Celestric. Uh, I, know, I know I'm pronouncing that wrong, but um, they just decided that they're done dealing with uh, RIM. Mm, and their so their major um, developer, like they they build almost all their stuff. They're just done with them. That's terrible. And so, uh, okay. When your major when your major manufacturing yeah. you know, supplier decides yeah. to cancel your orders, yep. oh well. You know, so one of the other things that came out this week, I didn't put it in the show notes because it wasn't definitive enough for me. Mm-hmm. That's the first, isn't it? Um. <laughs> uh, but but there there are rumors that are circulating that that Microsoft could buy RIM, you know, because RIM has all of this enterprise uh, class messaging and security and email features. Yeah, and that would go great with Microsoft's you know love and enduring love of enterprise people, and mm-hmm. of course they could integrate it into Windows Phone eight. Yeah, or something. Um, but uh, apparently that they don't RIM doesn't want to cede control and you know go off to somebody else. Mm. Uh, there's been talk about. Uh, Amazon buying RIM, which just makes no sense at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know what Amazon should buy? What should Amazon buy? Yahoo. You think that'll so? That'll make Microsoft so mad. But but mm. why? Like what? There's no reason to it. But just no. to make Microsoft mad. But why would it, Microsoft even care? Why would they try to buy them time and time again? Well, I don't. I think that's Balmer's fault. I know. But it's <laughs> hilarious. I, I guess so. Well, right now, I don't think Amazon would really want a search engine, or if you even call Yahoo that. But no, no, I just. Do it to anger Microsoft. But more so, I don't think Microsoft would care one way or another because I think I think They're Yahoo. Over it? No, I think Yahoo has this lasting agreement to serve as Bing's fake portal <laughs> for a long time. Like when you Google yeah. something, and by Google I mean search on Yahoo, um, <laughs> you're using Bing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's too mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh. So, so you you know iTunes, right? Yes, I heard of them. So iTunes, um, there, there's been a lot of talk. Uh, earlier this week, the, a separate podcasting app came out for the iPad, iPhone, and iPod. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this podcasting app, we're not in it because we haven't launched yet that, that iTunes stuff because you're angry with iTunes apparently. I don't know why. You just hate iTunes. It's rubbish. I don't, I don't know why. Rubbish, the man says. Yeah, but you know, everybody uses iTunes. Everybody uses iTunes. And everybody only knows what a podcast is because it's in iTunes. Anyway, well, so the podcast came out last week. The podcast's app came out. And so a lot of people think that Apple is going to start splitting off features from the iTunes app. Isn't it it weird that you can buy music and apps and movies and listen to podcasts and use formerly iTunes U all in the same app? Yeah, that's kind of nice. I think you want to go to other places. guess I never thought it was weird. Yeah. But why is it called iTunes when you can buy not just music, but also apps? Nope, you're and, absolutely and, right. Yeah. And movies and all those other things. And then even on Windows, it's even worse because it's just a horrible app on Windows. Yes, it is. I can confirm. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you think it would be wise for uh, Apple to split that up? Uh, I think they'll do whatever the crap they want. Uh, and so again, whatever makes you, it most harder for people to use, they'll do it. Okay, I agree with that. But do you think it's wise for them to split that up? I think it is, but I don't think they're going to. Okay, so I think we'll see. Also, uh, we have one more thing from Apple. Mm-hmm. Bob's Mansfield. That's right. Bob's. No, Bob Mansfield. He is the VP of Hardware Engineering, I believe, and he is resigning. Oh, you mm. don't say. Uh, so he has been seen in a bunch of videos. You might have seen him. He looks funny. Um, okay. The funny looking one. Yeah, in the videos you've seen him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he he kind of sits on a stool and just talks about hardware or something. I guess. Well, anyway, he he's resigning and uh, he 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 got his job after Papermaster left. That's right. His name was Papermaster. Uh, Papermaster was responsible for the uh, iPhone four antenna. You know, the one that mm-hmm. didn't work allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Mansfield is leaving, and he was responsible for the iMac design a couple generations ago and also the white macbook okay yep so that there goes his legacy so hopefully he's actually resigning instead of going off to work on somebody else mm. you know somebody else's company we'll see what happens yeah kind of, it would be kind of weird yeah my have seen that room i don't think so you never know but it would be funny if he did go to work at room mm-hmm. yeah yeah but that's uh pretty much all the news yeah oh um 
one thing I was going to mention, it's not tech-related, but, um, you know, we've been following Julian Assange's thing for oh, yeah, the yeah. last while. Oh, yeah, I've heard Well, um, I guess now he's going to have to go to England to listen to a hearing before he's killed. Before he's killed. You think he's really going to leave it alive? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, well because if he's dead, that means he was right. Everybody knows that already. Well, isn't isn't that what he said? Like, if I die, it was murder. Yeah, isn't no matter how I die, right. it was murder. Right. So I mean, it's I, a big thing. Like, no matter what happened to what, no matter what happens to him, he's always going to be vindicated one way or another. Mm-hmm. I think one of his own followers is going to just. Yeah, I don't know about that. VGA cable in the back of the head. I don't know if he has followers. Look at his. Tw- Does he have a Twitter? Yeah, um, he's got to have a Twitter. I I think I would say that he has followers. There are pretty. There are some people who are taking this pretty seriously. Mm. Well, I, I really don't, but I kind of think it's funny. Well, you know, the whole thing kind of reminds me of Ghost in the Shell. Did you ever see that? Yes, I have. Which one? The movie, oh. not the show. I've, I've recently found out that it is also a show. Well, when you when you watch the show and you... Uh, oh, did you put it on the dog or below the dog? On the dog. Very much <laughs> on the dog. <laughs> it's the rug of domestication. No, it's not. Okay, well, anyway. So when you, uh, when, when you do watch the, the, the TV version, the show version... It is kind of similar to the standalone complex thing. So if he does die, I think a lot of Julian Assange type characters would just totally emerge out yeah. of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're out there. I think they are. I know they are. Yeah. You got anything else? Nope. Negator. You know. You know. Here's what I think. I think the show is just way too short. How long is it? Only an hour and like two minutes. That's what we're going for. I know, but that's unheard of. We never get through news. Well, we always get arguing about something. Or maybe. We actually have organized show notes now. Uh, I don't like your new system. Which is? The lightning first. Why don't you like that? Because I like doing the big discussions first. Yeah, but uh, you didn't discuss anything about the discussions we had, so technically it didn't matter one way or another. True. But there wasn't that much non-Google news this week. Yeah, I know, because that's how it's been all month. Plus, my favorite article was just, it only lasted two seconds. Yeah, because you didn't even have a link for it. You found the image that's good enough. This is a really good image. That is. I, I, I had not seen that image. I, I did just not, saw the did little not, thing. If you ever do find the video, put it in the show notes so I can put it up. Oh, I can do that as soon as I get to a computer with sound. I want you to don't. screen the video first. Well, I can play it here. You just need to find the link. What happened to your channels? Oh, it always does this. I know. Either way. Yeah. Well, this so, is... so where can we uh, find you on the internet? You can find me. At... And you're supposed to put a little sensor block right there. I won't do it's that. Classified. Uh, no. Oh, Try, again. To. Try again. Sense it. It's well, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make. Don't go every, to I'm going to make every link in the show notes go to your page. That would anger a lot of people. Who? Ian Buck. Nah. I'm furious. His tentacles will be all over me. Whoa. Okay. Well, where can we where can we find you then on the internet if you want to be found? I have a blog. It's Elizabeth Leo one word dot blog dot com. But um, it was it was originally gonna be like documenting like my crafts and my projects like I I do like arts and crafts and stuff. But um, it's actually just turned into me posting pictures of my cat. Oh, that's good. Because I am a grade A cat lady. Yeah. Um, really and truly. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So if you want to see pictures of her cat, his his name is Gallagher. Gallagher, if you're listening, I love you, baby, and I'll be home soon. Okay, well, if you want to see pictures of Gallagher, you can find the link in the show notes, and I'll, I'll put that up there. And, of course, I am Ryan Rampersad, and you can listen to this show all the time, specifically every Friday, mostly, if you're lucky. By, Very. I mean, if you're lucky, I mean, if we're lucky to even do the show on time, which is looking pretty good. I mean, I hope I get this edited in, like, any minute now. Yeah. Uh, you mm. can find the show on Fridays. This is at the Nexus, where we talk about tech news. Hopefully, after this week, there won't be weird bundles of tech news. There will actually be news from various sources. Yeah. That'll be nice. Yeah. But we, we will be doing the show every Friday now. Hopefully. Okay, think about it. Josephine has people in it now. Yes. Do you have a second point? Or are no, we no, there's people. Kind of... he's, he's... Before the show, we always go grill. He has this or something. people phobia, and he can't... He right, can't... I, I am very aware of the people phobia. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. so he can't grill when there's other people, despite my enjoying of other people, which restrains his malicious activities. So hold on though, but the the reasoning was there are people in Josephine, so you will have more time to do the podcast. Well, so we're there every night normally. What, what he did is he would always go to Josephine before the show, 
And we'd always be grilling, having hot dogs. Even though we could pears. just have hot dogs, you know, right upstairs on my grill locally. By a lakeside is nice. Yes. There's so many more distractions over there. We, I we can jump on muskrat's nest. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, the firework incident. Look, Sam's not here to help me with the fireworks. That's not a loss. He should be mailing me stuff every day, any day well, now. He should really let go of the fireworks and not point it to his own head. So, do you know all like, those fountains that are multi-stage? Like, they have the first set of fireworks and the second set? Oh, yes. Well, in between the sets, he's like, oh, that was boring. And he's about to throw <laughs> oh, it down on the wooden dock and all of a sudden... Like it was a, well, that was smart of him. Yes, it was. Yeah. Well, he's an astrophysicist. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, yes, and so again, I, I'm Ryan Rappersett, and you can find me on the Twitter, RyanMR, something, something, something. You can also visit our website where we have all of the show notes and all the other goodies. Um, if I haven't mentioned this, you should really update your feeds, because I think I broke them. So you should, oh. really, should really update your feeds if you... if you. Um... I was waiting for an explanation for that, because I saw the tweet, but I, just, I, I thought I was going to talk to yeah, you. Yeah, but... I, I, I kind of broke them. Like, I was trying to fix them, because they weren't working very well, and then I just broke them. So if you if you haven't updated your feeds, you won't get any more shows, I think, unless you fix your feeds. Okay. So you probably won't get this episode for a couple of months. Okay. Unless you fix your feeds. So you might want to fix your feeds. What do you want to fix? Your feeds. Right. Uh, so you might want to fix your feeds. He has spoken. Yeah. Uh, so you can just do that by just going to the show and, you know, getting the feed mm-hmm. link button thing. Yeah, well, thanks for joining us, Ellie. Yeah, thank oh, you. Oh, and thank you so much for having me. It's, it's been fun having you here. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Well, this is Matthew Butchell signing off. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Uh, this is Sheldon Zaheer signing Oh, off. it's Sheldon again. Sheldon again. Okay, well, have a good one.